Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. The average price of a home in Cork City and County fell slightly in the final quarter of last year, 2023, but prices were up approximately 4% and 6% respectively when compared to a year prior. Ronan Lyons, who's the author of the Daft.ie report and economist at Trinity College Dublin, joins me now. Good morning to you, Ronan. Good morning, Gareth. Thanks for having me on. Nice to chat to you. Um, I, th- this is interesting because while we think uh, we, we might have saved slightly, when you look back at the previous year, that's not the case. Yeah, so, I mean, even nationwide, what we saw in 2023 was a, a further increase in property prices. Nationally, they went up by about uh, 3.5%. So that's, that's a little over €10,000 on the on the purchase price of a home. Uh, now, when you drill into the different regions, there are different stories uh, in around the Dublin area. They tend to be slightly smaller increases year on year. In the northwest in particular, they're still seeing double-digit increases after what you might call the COVID-inspired reshuffling of demand around the country and then as you mentioned in, in Cork in the in the city area prices up almost 4% over the course of the year that's similar to the increase seen in 2022 uh, and in Cork County uh, prices are up about 6.5% and that's a slightly bigger increase um, and in both cases that goes against the grain a little bit most places saw a bigger increase in 2022 than in 2023 but in Cork City slightly and in Cork County a bit more noticeably the increase in 2023 was actually bigger was there a change in mindset um, of people looking to buy a house in the aftermath of the COVID pandemic? Yeah, we've, we've kind of had two phases of the property market since the outbreak of, of COVID. Um, in the first year and a half or so, so 20, second half of 2020 and into 2021, and maybe even the start of 2022, um, the, the, there, was a, there was a lot of unexpected savings that were funneling their way into the housing market and it pushed prices up. But perhaps the, the key thing was not just that there was more unexpected savings, it was that people in certain sectors had greater mobility, especially if you you were in a kind of a, a desk-based job, um, you might have had more um, opportunities for looking at uh, further away or in entirely new locations than you would have done, say, up to 2019. And you can see that, as I mentioned, in the kind of the northwest, they're still going through that. Leitrim prices, for example, are up about 35 or 40 percent in the last couple of years, having not done a huge amount in the previous uh, six or seven years uh, in terms of of increases. That was the first phase. And the second phase you were actually just talking about there is more or less since the, uh, I mean, there, there were a few um, earlier indications, but since the invasion of Ukraine, there's been a completely different macroeconomic environment as a return of inflation, um, initially just in energy prices, but then kind of more across the board. And central banks responded by increasing interest rates. And of course, that has a big impact in the housing market. 
And really, while the new build sector has continued to increase uh, its activity, so there's more newly built homes in 2023 than in 2022, and then that year was up on 2021 and so on, that is improving, but the second-hand market has has dried up a little bit. Just to give you a kind of an overall number on that, mm-hmm. uh, normally, uh, say in the late 2010s, there might have been about 70,000 properties put up for sale over the course of the year. Last year, there were just 50,000, and that's because people are staying put if they have a good interest rate they're going to they're going to stick with that because if they go out into the open market they'll probably have to reset to higher interest rates in the market at the moment and that's weighing down i think on on supply and demand is local property tax a consideration for people who are buying whether it's in the city or whether it's further out outside the city it, it, it's, a, it's a factor, but it's only really a factor of the margin. There is also stamp duty as well, which mm. uh, it, local property taxes is more something that you, you deal with once you're in and you're like, oh yeah, I, I might have forgotten about that. Um, whereas stamp duty is a more upfront one um, that, that yet you have to pay um, and you have to keep the money aside for like your solicitor's fees when you're, when you're transacting a property. In general, in this country, it's not probably something a, a politician would ever run on as a campaign. But in general, we have low property taxes compared to other other countries. Yeah. Uh, the property tax at the moment is about 0.1% of the value of the property. In France, it might be a 10 times that. It might be a full 1%. And in many cities in the US, it's a full 1% of the value of the property as well. And the stamp duty, uh, if, I, if I'm right, is 1%. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, there are a couple of exemptions around that, but by and large, it's 1% for stamp duty as well. Yeah. In Cork City, uh, Roland, the average price of a home is 337500 Is that up or down? It, so in, in Cork City, that's uh, it's up 3.7% compared to uh, a year ago. It was 325,000. As you say, now it's 337. But it did come back a little bit. So uh, we typically talk year on year. But when you look at the patterns within the year, um, the, the middle of the year saw a big increase in prices or relatively big increase in prices. Um, and they had reached uh, 340,000. And then they fell back a little bit uh, in the last couple of months of the year. That's not unusual that the last couple of months of the year tend to be much quieter in the in the housing market and actually it's around about now in the next two three weeks there'll be a lot of activity or hopefully a lot of activity as people are putting their um, their properties up for sale and compared to that uh, in the county um it, it, it how does the average price range so in the city you're looking at say average of 337 and a half thousand is it higher or is it lower outside of the city it's it's lower outside the city, so uh, two hundred and eighty seven thousand euro on average, and again down a couple of thousand on the on the previous quarter. But it is up compared to the the same period a year before, and in some ways that that doesn't surprise. You know, the the the, the same kind of property is going to cost more. The closer you are to the the centre, of course, there'll be certain pockets like Kinsale that'll be that'll be a different price point, um, uh, that than, than others. And um, but by and large, the, the the city is more expensive than the county, and but. That's that gap has narrowed a little bit over the, the, the last few years. Um, as, as I say, with COVID and other things, people have been a little bit more mobile and they're a little bit more prepared to move further away in, in search of good value. And is there still a tendency to want to buy in the city? Uh, you know, the, the Desres, the desirable residents... Yeah, I, I think overall, um, well, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty in the middle of 2020 about what was going on. You could see pretty quickly that um, the second half of 2020, Cork City prices shot up quite a bit, especially compared to Dublin. Um, and I think that was about 
the benefits of the city without the high prices. The Dublin prices are so expensive, and not that I mean, obviously parts of Cork are pretty expensive too, but but Dublin prices are so expensive that people were looking and seeing what could they do, what could they make it work if they lived somewhere else, and places like um, parts of Cork City and indeed around the country um, saw um, saw big increases, and that's you know for for all that um, there may have been greater mobility. We are ultimately a social species. We love clustering together, um, uh, and you can see that in uh, not just a proximity to work, but a proximity to to family and to social networks and to to leisure facilities as well. Um, that those are things that, that people do value, and you can see that in the choices they make in the housing market. If you can look into the crystal ball there for a moment, Ronan, what in, in relation to mortgage rates in that? What what does the next twelve months, twenty four months hold? Do you think? Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Yeah, I think, uh, as you mentioned in the, in, in, just in the lead-in, that there's, there's been a big increase in interest rates on the, by the European Central Bank over the last 18 months or so. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of, it's kind of signaled that they're, they're done for the moment um, and maybe the language and the mood music will change over the next three, four months. They're a conservative bunch by nature. They'll do what they need to do, but they try and signal things rather than make drastic uh, changes. So I wouldn't be expecting any big fall in the interest rate in the first half of the year. Really, it'll only be in the, the maybe the second half of this year and into 2025 that interest rates will will come down. And even then, I think we should all expect interest rates to be higher uh, after, say, 2025 and later than they had been in the 2010s. It, that was a very unusual period with very, very low interest rates for a very, very long period of time. Mm. I don't think that's going to be normal. Um, so in terms of the activity in the housing market, I think uh, a bit like you were saying with the, you know, searching for value with your with your with your mortgage, mm. uh, I, I think pe- those who have fixed their interest rates are going to stay put until those interest rates kind of reset to the market. And it's only at that point, I think, we'll see a recovery in the, the volume of properties put up in the second-hand market. Now, I, a standard three or five-year fixed rate was 2.5% up to the middle of 2022. Uh, but now, 
a five-year fixed rate from Ireland's largest mortgage lender is 4.85. Is that going to continue to, to increase? I'd be surprised if it increased a lot more. I think the banks have priced in a lot of the the increases that they've seen, um, uh, but I wouldn't be expecting it to fall dramatically in this calendar year. If you listen to, and actually the the chief economist of the European Central Bank is an Irishman, um, uh, Philip Lane, um, if you listen to what he's been saying over the last few months, uh, it's clear that the the Central Bank is worried a little bit about kind of second round effects in inflation, that first you get the impact on things like energy and then it sort of filters through and then you get people looking for higher wages and then that could in turn uh, lead to a second round. So they're going to be quite watchful I think over the course of this year just to make sure that um, there aren't any second round effects uh, and then they'll probably start to reduce their interest rates and I think we're going to see um, the Irish banks probably hold steady for most of this year um, before they take action in changing their rates. To bring them down? I know the ECB is expected to reduce its rates this year, but they're not sure when. So will will our banks follow on from that? I think so. We're kind of the opposite end of the spectrum from the US. In the US, the, the, the mortgage market is like a national one and it changes on a daily basis and you can see big swings in the interest rates on a daily basis and there's, there's lots of different players. In the Irish market, we only have a couple of, of, of lenders. It's a small market and they move quite slowly. And I think they will follow the ECB, but they'll follow relatively slowly afterwards um, compared to other places. So I do think the next moves will most likely um, be down, but not for a good while yet. What's the average age uh, of of a house buyer now? Presumably early to mid thirties. Would I be right? Yeah, it's 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 mid mid thirties now. If you look at first time buyers, it's 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 drifted up in terms of of the age um, over the last uh, fifteen years or so. From uh, certainly there were people buying in their in their mid twenties in the the early two thousands, and now it's really more like mid mid thirties as the age of the first time buyer. There are obviously are of course people who buy uh, earlier if the circumstances are right, or those who choose to to wait until later, or indeed not not buy at all. But I think the median age now is thirty five um, years old in terms of the um, the typical age at which somebody buys their first property. Uh, a texture, uh, Shane just says, can you please ask Ronan, can we ever expect to see another Celtic Tiger era? <laughs> Well, I suppose what you, if, if it's what you mean by Celtic Tiger. In brackets, he says, hopefully. Um, I mean, so I actually, I, I teach it, I teach undergrads in Trinity um, and I teach them about the development of the Irish economy over time. And we have had what, what uh, for want of a better name, we call the Celtic Phoenix um, after 2012 or so, uh, up until 2019, 2020, uh, which was a remarkable recovery in the number of people at work. Yeah. And if you look at that as a measure, that's something that that um, politicians would have been obsessed about in the 1980s when we couldn't find enough jobs for the people we had. So it has been an incredibly strong performance by the Irish economy over the last 10 years or so. Uh, some of that was planning and some of it was luck um, and, and some of it was international companies doing stuff here that they didn't do elsewhere. Um, uh, but uh, I suppose the, the thing we don't want to see a return to is the unsustainable lending. Um, that was like the second half of the Celtic Tiger. And I think the central bank rules, while they're strict, they're strict for a reason, um, given how, how bad the, um, the, the, the last couple of years of the Celtic Tiger were in terms of, of lending. So so hopefully we'll see more Celtic Tiger-like years in terms of jobs growth, but not necessarily in terms of, 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 of lending and spending. Okay. Ronan, great to talk to you. Thanks for joining us this morning. 
Thanks for having me on again, Gareth. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's uh, Ronan Lyons there, author of the daft.ie report there and also economist at Trinity College Dublin. By the way, another way to make big savings, and this is big, is by claiming tax back. It's another thing for some reason we seem to be quite reluctant to do or maybe we, we just don't know much about it. The largest cash help available was through tax refunds, according to this piece in Charlie Weston's column in the Irish Independent today. Tax credits and allowances often go unclaimed, benefiting revenue and not the tax taxpayer, uh, the average tax refund, wait till you hear this, through taxback.com, the average tax refund was €1,880. Unclaimed credits include medical expenses, relief, rent tax credit, remote working relief, marriage relief, third level tuition fees relief and flat rate expenses. And um, the, the, the thing about these tax rebate companies is that they do the work for you. You just provide them with your uh, tax details, your PPS number, and after that they liaise with the revenue commissioners on your behalf. It's all legit, and uh, as I say, it's uh, it's something not to turn your nose up at because uh, I would imagine, unknown to most of us, there's some money due back. Corks ninety six FM. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.